Does your partner's ex live in your head rent free? Do they run around in your head? Do you think about them? Do you wonder what they're wearing? Do you wonder if they're getting their nails done with their child support money? Do you wonder about what they're thinking about you? Do you make up stories inside of your head about the things that they're saying to your stepkids about you? If you do, that's okay. Because a lot of us do. A lot of us have a lot of the same thoughts about our partners, ex-spouses. But if you spend more than, I would say, 10 minutes a day thinking about your partner's ex in a way that makes you not feel empowered, in a way that makes you feel a little bit obsessive, in a way that makes you feel a little bit threatened, in a way that makes you feel angry or taken advantage of, there's no other way for me to say this than you 100% need support as a stepmom, period. Where would you take your life if you knew you could not fail? I get it. As a stepmom, mom, and entrepreneur, Sometimes it can feel like what everyone else expects of you versus what you dream about for yourself are on opposite ends of the spectrum. As a woman, you're taught from a very young age what society thinks you're worth based on how you look, how you behave, and how much money you're allowed to bring in. But I'm here to show you that you can be the woman who has it all and not just on the outside. I'm Brittany Lynch, and you are the queen of your castle. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Queen of Your Castle podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lynch. Um, it's it's launch season, baby. It's launch season. It's, a, it's an exciting time. Uh, as you probably know, it is officially the week that we have all been waiting for. <laughs> the free Uplifted Stepmom three-part workshop series. It's back, baby. It's back. So if you have participated in one or two or three or more Uplifted Stepmoms, then you'll know that these just get better and better and better every single time we run them. Uh, Honestly, I, I love these events and I know it's not about me, but it's always, it's just so humbling and amazing to watch as women from all over the world wrap around each other in this common experience that we share together. It's so amazing to watch in just a few short weeks how perfect strangers can become besties because nobody... And I mean nobody understands a stepmom like another stepmom. Can I get an amen? And I don't know about you, but when I was first a new stepmom, when I just was new in the the stepmom scene, and especially before I started Step Queen, my experience as a stepmom was severely isolating. You know, my friends meant well, but they're obviously on Team Brittany. So their best advice usually was just like run for the hills. <laughs> Find someone that doesn't have kids. And uh, I know my mom friends mean well when they say like, you have to suck it up and deal with it. You have to suck it up and deal with somebody else's kids sleeping in your bed. Because as a mom... You have a totally different lens when your kid crawls in with you for a cuddle. 
and like, trust me, the, the bedtime and kids in the bedroom thing used to be a really big issue in our house. Um, I kick Rory. He's, he's my three-year-old by the way. Um, I kick Rory out of my bedroom all the time, but I also love when he comes in for a cuddle in the morning, but my stepson, honestly, like when I still worked as a nurse and I'd be on night shift, my husband would have sleepovers with my stepson in my bed and I would absolutely wig out over it. I would wig out over it. I didn't even have to be there for it to feel like a totally boundary or a total boundary violation. Like get your kid out of my bed. (laughs) But you say things like that to somebody who is a mom, to a friend who is a mom. And they say, you know, that's his daddy's bedroom and you're a grown ass woman. So suck it up and deal with it. But when you say things like that to another stepmom, she nods her head and she holds her fist up to, <laughs> in the sky in solidarity. Another stepmom would understand on a different level why your bedroom gets to be your sanctuary. A stepmom understands on a different level why it's so important to have this one space in the house that belongs to you and just you that you can retreat to. And that's why I always say friends don't let friends stepmom alone. And that's another reason why I absolutely from the core of my being am obsessed, obsessed with the uplifted challenge and obsessed with the stepmom story because I watch, you know, I watch as women who have participated in the free event before I watch how they've changed and blossomed since they've begun implementing the practices that they learned into their own lives. Things change. Shit changes fast when you start implementing this stuff. I watch as women who've never met another stepmom before, who've never heard that what they're going through is normal, that a lot of stepmoms feel that way. I watch as women enter this whole entire new world where they're welcomed into this amazing group where hundreds upon hundreds of other women from all over the world say, welcome, we understand you, you're safe here. When only a few days prior, maybe, if this is resonating with you, maybe, you know, before you joined Uplifted, you had no idea that anyone else in the world thought the same things that you thought about the people in your step family. And I watch as women have breakthroughs and shed limiting beliefs and report changes in the dynamics of their step families within literally a few days or less. And it's such a huge privilege for me to be able to witness this year after year when I host this event. And it's even more of a privilege for me to be able to host this event for free so that I can make this accessible to as many people as possible. And, you know, I might be a little bit biased, but probably best of all is that following Uplifted, enrollment for your stepmom story always opens. So not only do we get to experience all these amazing things during the free live event, we also get to welcome in new step queen sisters into the best, and I repeat, the best stepmom support and transformation community on the world wide web. 
probably even in the world. Like I will be that bold to say the stepmom story is the best transformation and support community for stepmoms in the world. Hands down, bar none. The thing about joining the stepmom story, um, our, our sisterhood, the stepmom story is a sisterhood. Even the thing about participating in Uplifted, which is the free uh, workshop series, is that any woman in any stage of her stepmom journey, in any level of happiness on that stepmom journey, like from wherever you fall on the spectrum, like if you're totally miserable and you're already pricing out lawyers and a new place to live, or you're, you know, pretty happy as a stepmom. Any person who's in a relationship with another human being who has kids from another relationship will notice when she participates in Uplifted or joins the Step Home Story that her life changes very quickly with the tools and the principles that I teach through these platforms. But I've been doing this long enough now to know that there's somebody out there right now listening to this thinking, I don't need any help. I've got this all figured out or I'm just going to give it a little bit more time. I'm just, I'm just going to give it a little bit more time. I heard somewhere that like step families take seven years on average to blend. So I'm just going to white knuckle it till then. Newsflash, spoiler alert. It takes more than time. <sighs> or, you know, you might be one of the step moms listening who's thinking, I've already got it pretty good. Right? I, I don't I don't need help. I've already got it pretty good. Or I'm a really private person. I don't want to join a group and talk about my problems with a group. I'm a really private person. That's not the kind of support that I need. But whatever the story is that prevents some stepmoms from reaching out and taking help when it's available, um, I know that there are a ton of those stories that are circulating out there. So that's why I have put together, I guess, this little list of some signs or some indicators that maybe you do need support as a stepmom. Maybe it's time to accept that you don't have to struggle by yourself. You don't have to do it on your own. You don't have to sift through a thousand blog posts (laughs) to try and figure out the answers of how to navigate your stepfamily. You don't have to do those things. So these are the indicators. These are, and this is in no way, shape, or form is this an exhaustive list. You know, it's, uh, I really believe that if you are a person in a relationship with a person who has kids from another relationship, aka a stepmother, that you need support, period. Because things change, feelings come up, dynamics change, kids are added, bio parents move, custody is changed child support agreements are changed, kids get boyfriends, kids vape, right? There's never a stage in your life. You never arrive as a stepmom. Let me let me put it that way. Even if things feel pretty good right now, even if things feel like tickety-boo right now and you're like, you know what? Things are pretty good. I don't have anything to complain about. I like my stepkids. Their other parents are pretty easy to co-parent with. You know, my spouse and I get along reasonably well. I don't have anything to complain about. I don't really need support. Yeah, I don't feel super awesome all the time, but like I can survive. <laughs> kind of the problem with that is like if you're not proactively developing these school skills and these capabilities and these tools, 
that we teach inside Uplifted and way more in depth inside of your stepmom story, if you're not preemptively planning or proactively developing these mindfulness skills and beyond, then what happens is that if there's a crisis in your step family, which there will be, I'm not not voodooing you, I'm not casting a spell, I'm not wishing bad luck upon you or your family, but trust me, something always happens. Something always happens, even if it's joining a new school or going off to university or somebody getting a girlfriend or their other parent getting married. There's always something that you're not going to know how to navigate. And those things, if you haven't had support, if you haven't leaned into a group, if you don't have a stepmom bestie, if you're taking advice from your friends who are not stepmoms and have no idea what your experience is like, because sometimes it's going to feel like life is picking you up by the ankles and, and shaking you. And I love you. I don't want to see that happen to you. This support is here for you. It's available to you. You don't have to do it alone. In fact, I recommend that you don't do it alone. You know, the water's warm over here. Come join us. The water is warm. I went off on a little bit of a tangent, but what I was trying to say was that if you are a stepmom, yes, you need support. No matter how good you think your life is or how hopeless you feel like your situation is, you need support. People need support. People need community. People need somewhere they feel like they belong. People need somewhere they feel like they're understood. People need somewhere they can be validated and helped to untangle the messiness around what they're feeling, thinking, doing. But for people who need um, some more clear indicators than that or some more tangible metrics to say, like, am I the person who... Am I the person who needs some more support? I have put together this little list of some signs or indicators that you might need support as a stepmom. And these ones are a little bit, I guess, more common. um, They're kind of things that I see quite frequently that indicate to me that a stepmom is really in need of support. Um... And that things are probably going to get a lot worse before they get before they get, get worse. <laughs> is this is this depressing? Things are probably going to get worse if support isn't gotten. Um, when I notice these seven specific things, so kind of take a mental inventory as I go through these. How many of these apply to you? And if they do, if any of them apply to you, you know, allow this conversation that you have with yourself to be free of shame and free of judgment. It's not about you doing anything wrong. It's not about you should have known better and you should have gotten support. Like it's not about, it's not about any of that. This is simply a light post, a light, light, what are they called? Lighthouse, light, not a light post, a lighthouse to guide you. <laughs> I mean, light post could work too. Goal post maybe is what I meant to say. Basically, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is that these are intended to be just like a, a guideline for you to say, you know, I am 
checking off some of these boxes and maybe it's worth it for me to get support sooner than later because these are some pretty good leading indicators that things are going to not go well for me in the future. And I love you. I hope that you love you. I hope that you want good things for you. I hope that you want good things for your step family. In fact, I know that you do. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to my words right now. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast episode if you didn't already hope that something in your life could be a little bit different. You wouldn't already be listening to this podcast episode unless you are looking for some kind of support in some area of your step family. And no matter how many, you know, whether you check off one or two or all seven of these, these signs that you might need support as a stepmother, like I said, it's not about shame or you doing anything wrong. It's a gift. This acknowledging this and recognizing this really gets to become, it gets to become a gift for you because it gets to maybe give you the permission or the nudge that you've needed to, to say, it's okay to need help and it's okay to need support and it's okay to want to lean into the best community on the web for stepmoms. It's okay. So without further ado, here are these signs that you might need support as a stepmom. First one, I mean, I'm partial to this because this is, if you know my story, this is a big part of my story. But number one is if you have a hard time bonding with your stepkids, And especially if that difficulty bonding is creating distance between you and your partner. Um, I always, I always say, you know, there kind of are two camps of stepmoms that I seem to come across. And one of the camps is like, I have a hard time bonding with my stepkids. And the other camp is my partner's co-parent is, uh, an atrocity, an atrocious, an atrocious nightmare, it never, I mean, sometimes it can certainly be both, but it never, it never um, ceases to amaze me when a stepmom either like really self-selects into one of those categories. And it also seems to be that stepmoms who have a lot of trouble bonding with their stepkids tend to gravitate toward me as a coach or a mentor um, because I think that this is something that's really taboo and that's really not talked about because how dare we as women not instantly bond with a child that came out of another person's body. Like, how dare we? The audacity. And so I think that this is something that's that's really not talked about. And, and I also think it's important to remember, like if you are listening to this and you are triggered and you're thinking that I'm saying like, it's okay to be terrible to children, that is not my shtick whatsoever. I don't believe that at all. But I do think that there are some very specific things that get in the way of, of bonding between step parents and step kids sometimes. And that that's okay. And that an allowance needs to be made for that. And that space needs to be created in there to figure out, you know, what is getting in the way of that bond? And why are we placing such a high expectation on ourselves to create this biological bond with kids that are not biologically ours? You know, where is all of this coming from? So, these are some of the things when I mean, when I say, you know, you need support, you probably need support if if you are having trouble bonding with your stepkids and especially if it's getting in the way of your relationship with your partner. A lot of that support is going to come in the form of like validating that what you're going through is totally normal and totally understandable and helping you come up with a plan, not even necessarily to make those kids your besties, but coming up with a plan so that you can feel 
safe in your relationship so that you can feel comfortable in your home so that you can feel like the damn queen that you are. Second sign that you might need support as a stepmom is this is another one <laughs> saying it I, I'm like have flashbacks of my younger stepmom days so if you think I haven't been there oh I've been there my friend the second one is if your partner thinks that their family should be enough for you but you either long for more or you don't necessarily want to be volunteered for the role in the family that your partner wants you to take on so what do I mean by that there can be a lot of conflict between um, stepmothers and their spouses when it comes to adding more kids to the relationship and one of the kind of common concerns of of the spouses of the partners of step parents which is a totally normal response, by the way, this response, I'm not making this response wrong. It just becomes really invalidating to a stepmom. But this response is like, why are my kids not enough for you? You know, why do you need more? What's wrong with my kids? This is like the parental instinct of protecting, wanting to protect their kids and wanting the people that they love most in the world for you to love those people most in the world too. And maybe you do. But there's also kind of a misunderstanding and and this is perpetuated by this like silly, silly, silly old myth out there that says that step parents are supposed to love their partner's kids like their own. And that step parents like, when you marry your spouse, you marry the kids too. Like in what fucking universe am I marrying children, Sally? Like I'm not marrying damn kids. I'm marrying a, a person, like a, an adult human being that's not illegal to marry. Come on, give me, give your head a shake, would ya? So these kind of myths that are perpetuated, I think, as like a counter response to, you know, Cinderella's stepmother. We want to be like, oh, I'm not evil at all. I love these kids like my own. When I married my spouse, I married the kids too. I think it's a really you know, comes from this overcompensation of like proving that because I'm a stepmother, I'm not evil. So we do these things that are like not biologically normal for some people which is fine I'm not saying you're not normal but it's just not second nature to fall in love with someone else's kids super easily for a lot of people and that's okay so if your partner you know kind of gets defensive thinking like why isn't my family enough for you and you're kind of stuck in this place where you're like I want more right I want flexibility with where we live I want to add another kid or I want to get a pet that both of us get together like I want something that that we have together instead of me just being tacked on to the end of your family that's totally normal that's a totally normal thing to want but that also indicates to me that you need some kind of support specifically probably around the communication that you have with your spouse um yeah that's number two number three this is a big one i want you to tell me the truth i want you to tell me the truth right now does your partner's ex live in your head rent free do they run around in your head do you think about them do you wonder what they're wearing do you wonder if they're getting their nails done with their child support money do you wonder about what they're thinking about you? Do that you make up stories inside of your head about the things that they're saying to your stepkids about you? If you do, that's okay. Because a lot of us do. A lot of us have a lot of the same thoughts about our partners, ex, spouses. 
But if you spend more than I would say 10 minutes a day thinking about your partner's ex in a way that makes you not feel empowered, in a way that makes you feel a little bit obsessive, in a way that makes you feel a little bit threatened, in a way that makes you feel angry or taken advantage of, there's no other way for me to say this than you 100% need support as a stepmom, period. It's super common, but it doesn't, it's not, it's not productive. There's no good that's going to come out of it. None, none whatsoever. Absolutely none whatsoever. Because thinking about this person is not going to change how they behave. Obsessing about this person, judging this person, hating this person, despising this person, stalking this person on Facebook is not going to make that person change. And for somebody that you dislike so much, somebody who you are so disgusted by, Why are you giving them so much of your time and your power and your attention and your energy when you have your beautiful spouse and your stepkids and your career and your pets and your goals and your dreams to give your attention to instead? So if you hate your partner's ex, you need support as a stepmom. I love you so much. This comes from a place of love, not judgment. Number four is uh, you need support as a stepmom also for sure. probably, probably for sure. If you spend hours in the Google wormhole, reading blogs, listening to podcasts, perusing forums, posting inside of those free Facebook groups, getting into debates with other stepmoms about what's right and what's wrong. But basically, you know, if you've bought every book off Amazon and read every blog post that there ever was written for stepmoms and you are subscribed to a hundred stepmom podcasts and you listen to them all all the time and you are just like constantly trying to figure out how to resolve the problems in your step family but you feel stuck you feel like for as much time and energy as you've invested into consuming all of this content you should like be the queen of knowing all the things about step families if that's you then you probably need some support as a stepmom in the form of like a coach or a mentor or a community. And I'm not saying that it has to be me. You know, it doesn't have to be me. There's different coaches for every person. But when we're that close to our problems, when we're like in it, when we're, when we are overanalyzing everything, when we're looking for that one thing, that one, that one blog post or that one podcast episode or that one thing that's going to solve all those problems. And we just keep looking and reading and listening and looking and reading and listening, hoping that that thing is going to come out for you. It probably is going to be a way better use of your time to have someone who knows how to help you navigate your step family, help you navigate your step family. Again, I'm going to say it again. Friends don't let friends stepmom alone. It's okay not to know. It's okay to ask for help. There are people who can help you. You are worth the help. You are worthy of the help. You are allowed to ask for help. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to spend your free time reading smutty fiction books love romance fiction books under your umbrella drinking pina coladas you deserve that you deserve to spend your time reading things that bring you joy (laughs) what does Brittany love reading that brings her joy no comment number five another indicator that you might need support as a stepmom is you avoid hard conversations with your partner 
in hopes that things are just going to iron themselves out eventually with more time. This myth that goes around in the step family world makes me absolutely bonkers. This myth that, you know, the average step family takes seven years to blend. So stepmoms are just like, I'll hold on and white knuckle for seven years. And I'm not going to talk to my partner about anything that bothers me because it just ends up resulting in a fight. And my partner's going to leave me if they really know what I feel about their kids and blah, 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 blah. So a lot of the time, if you're like most stepmoms that I know, you can either avoid those hard conversations altogether or you avoid them just long enough to result in some kind of catastrophic blowout. Like one of our guests on the show, Sarah Gale, she's also a member of the Stepmom Story, talks about how she used to have stepmom tantrums all of the time. And Sarah, if you're listening, I love you. Stepmom tantrums, for lack of a better term, in fact, it's a genius term. I love that Sarah coined this term stepmom tantrums. Stepmom tantrums are really an indicator of a communication breakdown between you and your spouse. They're an indicator that you're not having the hard conversations when they need to be had. They're an indicator that you are avoiding having those conversations to stay comfortable in the moment, but you're bottling everything that you feel up inside of you until you can't hold it in anymore. So if you're avoiding, if you're having stepmom tantrums, if you're talking to your best friends about your stepfamily more than you're talking to your spouse about your stepfamily, then my friend, you need support as a stepmom, probably. Number six, um, I, I, I share this one from a, a really soft place um, in my heart um, because this is something, this self-shaming pattern is something I see a lot with stepmoms and it, it makes me really sad. Um, this kind of thought, this this shameful thought that that maybe you've had before, that you feel like you should just be able to get over it. Or maybe you feel like there are other people out there with way worse situations than you. But, you know, you the truth is you've got a lot of feelings about your stepfamily situation and, and you don't have any idea how to navigate it. But maybe the way that you have been trying to navigate that is by putting yourself down for thinking the way that you do or feeling ashamed of the way that 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 you've been thinking. And I'll tell you right now, I've never met one person in the whole entire world who has ever made anything good happen in their lives by saying, I shouldn't be this way. I shouldn't think this way. I shouldn't feel this way. I should know better. I should, I'm such a, I'm such a loser, right? Is what we're saying to ourselves when we say you shouldn't feel this way. You should just be able to get over it. They're kids. You're acting like a child. Like when we have these conversations with ourselves, when we have this kind of self-talk with ourselves, when we invalidate ourselves and we essentially punish ourselves or shame ourselves for for our very real experience as as stepmoms i understand that there's a lot of you know cultural conditioning that comes in there where we're taught you know you're a woman you're supposed to love kids you're supposed to be not jealous you're supposed to be everything you should are supposed to be your spouse's rock you're supposed to be that everything to everybody and put a smile on your face and Da, 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 da. So when when we can't fit into this like impossible cultural standard that's set for us, there's a lot of shame that can come up that. So, you know, if you've ever had this thought like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this way. They're just kids. Like I know better. I shouldn't be this way. I'm if you're shooting all over yourself, then you probably need help as a stepmom. 
again, this is a, from a really soft place and really compassionate place that I'm, that I'm offering you the, um, food for thought of considering, you know, is more support, uh, the right next step for me. And I mean, number seven goes, this is our last one. Number seven goes hand in hand with number six, um, is that you probably need support as a stepmom if you are frustrated with yourself about your feelings, but you just can't seem to feel any other way. So, you know, I don't, I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to get, I don't want to get upset when the kids are over. I don't want to be jealous. I don't want to be, I don't want to be Facebook stalking my, my spouse's ex. I don't want to be having stepmom tantrums. I'm frustrated with myself that I'm even feeling this way in the first place. If that's you, you know, if that's, if that's applicable to you, if that's resonating with you, um, like I said, it, it, it really goes hand in hand with, with number six and, and the way that we tell ourselves that we're supposed to be in relationships, the way that we tell ourselves we're supposed to be as stepmoms based again on these cultural narratives of, of what women are supposed to be like and how we're supposed to behave and how we're supposed to act and anything that deviates from that can make us feel really uncomfortable. And something that also I think is really important to, to notice is like when we are in this state of, of essentially denying how we feel because we think that how we feel is wrong. When we're saying, you know, I don't want to be angry when the kids are here. I don't want to feel jealous when the kids are here because they're taking time away from my partner. I don't want to feel that way. When we're denying the way that we feel, when we're saying like how I feel is bad, then then I know that this is going to sound be like, duh, Brittany, of course. But when we deny the way that we're feeling, that means that we're not accepting what is. Okay, that's duh, right? <laughs> of course, if I'm denying something, I'm not accepting it. But what, it, what I mean by that, why that's important is because if we are not accepting something, that means that we cannot take any steps, any active productive steps to change it. Because for as long as we live in this essentially denial of what we're feeling or denial of what our situation is like or denial of, of, of what life is actually like to live a day in our shoes, for as long as we deny that and say, I shouldn't be this way, I shouldn't be feeling this way, what's wrong with me, I don't want to feel this way, we're essentially refusing to make any changes. Whereas on the other hand, if you're like, you know what, I am super jealous when the kids come over because they take all my time away from my partner. Now you're in a totally different state. Now you're in a, now you're in a really empowered place to be able to make some changes. Now you're in a place to be like, okay, hey, this is actually a problem for me. I feel really neglected. I feel really left out. What are the steps I need to take now so that I can feel connected to my spouse even when the kids are here? What are the steps that I need to take you know, so that I can communicate with my partner about, about what this is like for me. And when we are denying the way that we feel, we don't get to be in this problem solving state. We don't get to be in this place where we're like, okay, now what, how can I, how can I solve this? Right? So whether you found yourself nodding your head, like I said, to one or two or four or all of these, um, the invitation is going to stand for you to join us right now 
inside of the uplifted stepmom. The uplifted stepmom is a free, 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 free. It's free, three part live online workshop series for stepmoms. No matter where you're at on your journey, no matter how happy you are, no matter if you checked off all seven of those signs that you might need support as a stepmom, it's an absolutely fantastic event. Stepmoms love it. It's can change your life legitimately, <laughs> legitimately can change your life if you let it. Friends don't let friends stepmom alone. And uh, yeah, I mean, what have you got to lose? What have you got to lose by joining, joining up with the best community of stepmoms on the world wide web on the interwebs? What do you got to lose, sister? And if you're a super private person, you don't have to post in the group. You can just be a lurky Lou. This year, I'm also doing something different, and I'm I'm not just streaming into the Facebook lot or into the Facebook group. I'm actually doing it on Zoom, so you don't even need Facebook. I know that's a big barrier for a lot of people in the past. I don't have Facebook, so I can't watch the lives, but. We're doing it all on Zoom this time. So if you want to join us, in fact, if you're still listening to this right now, that says to me that you need to be joining us. Something inside of you is saying, I need more support as a stepmom. And here it is served up to you on a silver platter. Our first workshop is on August 12th. That is in not very many days, depending on where you're listening to this. Hopefully you are listening to this before we wrap up at the end of August. So there are replays. If you've already missed the first workshop, don't sweat it. There are replays. The group is going to go on until the end of August. Then enrollment to, to your stepmom story opens. So there's lots of opportunities for us to work together. There's lots of opportunities for you to get support, get into Uplifted Stepmom. I'm going to put the link in the show notes right now. So go ahead and click that. Also, if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say show notes, just go to my Instagram bio and click the link in my bio. You can get in that way. So again, just a quick recap of those seven signs you might need support as a stepmom. And then I'm going to let you go get into the uplifted group and start making friends. Number one, you have a hard time bonding with your stepkids and it's creating distance between you and your partner. Number two, your partner thinks their family should be enough for you, but you long for more or you don't like the role your partner has assigned to you. Number three, your partner's ex lives in your head rent-free. Number four, you spend hours Googling, reading blogs, listening to podcasts, but you feel stuck as to how to actually make any improvements. Number five, you avoid hard conversations with your partner in hopes that things will just iron themselves out eventually with more time. Number six, you feel like you should just be able to get over it. Like there are other people out there with way worse situations than you, but you've got a lot of feelings about your stepfamily situation that you don't know how to navigate. And finally, number seven, you're in denial. You're in denial and are when you're in denial are unable to change anything because you're frustrated with yourself about your feelings. So... Those are the seven signs you might need more support as a stepmom. If you are a stepmom, you need to be in the Uplifted Stepmom series happening right now, August 2021. I'm going to see you there. I'm so excited. We have women are flocking. We are flocking to the Uplifted series this time. So I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to help you uplift your stepfamily relationships. 
I hope to be welcoming you into your stepmom story. If you've been on the fence about joining, if you're just finding out about it in the first, for the very first time, your stepmom story is the bomb. But I'll be talking about that all during Uplifted series. So go to the show notes or my link in my Instagram bio at the step queen, get registered. It's free. I'll see you there. You're the bomb. Friends don't let friends step mom alone. Okay. Bye-bye. I hope this episode got your wheels turning and showed you just how powerful you are. I would invite you to take 30 seconds and tap subscribe to this podcast. When you subscribe to the podcast, then rest assured you will never miss an episode. And in no time, spinning your wheels will be a thing of the past. Thank you for listening and subscribing. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if after you subscribed, you jumped on over and left me a five-star review and better yet, a written review. I am on a mission to let every mom and stepmom know that you can create the life of your dreams. And I need your help to change the world. The world needs us. Thank you so much for subscribing and leaving me a five-star review. I will see you next week. For more behind-the-scenes action and to get really up close and personal with me and our beautiful step family, jump on over to Instagram and follow me at the step queen. Don't be shy. Send me a DM. Tag me in your posts, tag me in your stories, let me know what you're up to and what about the podcast has been blowing your mind. I cannot wait to get to know you better and Instagram is my jam. I love you so much. I love you so much. Make it rain, girlfriend.